the best way to achieve your goals is to make sure that you have a plan. If you are mindlessly going through life without a plan or intention, you are going to wake up every week or month or year and wonder where your time has gone because you haven't been intentional about it. Grown Girl Gang, welcome back to the Girl We Grown Now podcast. I am your host, Victoria, and this week is the start of a new series, which is all about finding your passions and reaching your goals to help you create a life that you love. I truly believe it's so crucial that we find out how we can live lives that we are so passionate about and avoid the what could have been thoughts that can happen later in life when you live a life that you feel like you are supposed to live versus living a life that you want to live and that you love and that you're passionate about. So I'm excited to dive into this series. But before we get into this new series, I really have to say that I loved the safety series that I did last month. If you haven't tuned in, you should definitely do so. I think that knowledge is power. So knowing ways to keep yourself safe and also hearing and gaining insight from other women's stories is is so, so crucial to keeping ourselves safe. With that being said, I want to do our very first giveaway. Okay, so I'm super excited about this. I want to give away a little safety kit with a few things that you can keep in your bag to keep you safe when you are out and about. I will post more details on our social media pages of what is actually going to be in the kit. So make sure you follow and stay tuned for the safety kit giveaway details. If you want to go ahead and enter, go to whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast and leave a rating and a review telling me what you love about the podcast and what topics you would love to hear next. When you do this, this will automatically enter you into the giveaway. So the giveaway will be open until December 10th. So make sure you get your rating and review in. Before then, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, it's super easy to rate and review, head to the Girl We Grow Now podcast and scroll all the way down to the bottom to rate and review the podcast. Okay, so back to the new series. For this series, I really want to start off by talking about how we can go about finding our passions and just give you all a few tips on how we can start on setting and reaching our goals. So as I said before, I truly believe that finding our passions and creating a life that we love is so important. It's so crucial to our emotional and mental well-being. And I just want to give you a little tangible exercise that I think can really help you hone in on the things that you're passionate about and give you a good starting point to figuring out how you can get a career in that. So I want you to get out a piece of paper and think about all of the things that you love doing. And I want you to make a list in order of how much you love them. Then after you have written all the things down that you love on this list, I want you to look at the list and see what things you could literally do every day without getting tired of it. And I want you to circle or highlight those things. So these are the things that you basically do naturally. And you know that these are the things that are so important to keep a part of your life. And you would really feel that void if these things were not a part of your life. So after you do that, 
that I want you to take the time to see which of these things you could turn into a practical business. For example, let's say that fitness is one of the things on your list that you truly love. I want you to think about a pain point that you have when it comes to fitness, or it can be a pain point that your friends and family have mentioned before. And then I want you to think about how you can turn that pain point into a business idea that will solve that pain point. You can literally do this with any of your passions if you are wanting to become an entrepreneur. But if entrepreneurship doesn't interest you, that is totally okay. You can still use this to help you figure out a potential career path that you could pivot to. For example, if you love shopping and you love to look at clothes, shoes, or accessories and pick them out, then you could potentially look for buyer jobs or personal shopping jobs and really seeing what careers out there would fit that passion of yours. You really can turn your passions into a career. You just have to be willing to put the time in and setting aside time to be really intentional about figuring out how to start the process of figuring out what your passion is and then finding the career that aligns with it or creating a business plan for something that will fulfill that passion. I think the biggest mistake a lot of us make is letting practicality and what we think is a quote-unquote practical job talk us out of pursuing our passions because we think that we can't make money from it. So it's easier to think that being a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer would make more sense. And it does make a lot of sense when you were only thinking about your salary, but you really have to ask yourself, would you actually love that career? Yes, money is great, but how is your mental and emotional health with that career that you've chosen for yourself? If it's going to have a negative impact on your mental or emotional health, you have to then ask yourself, is it really worth it? Because if you are choosing your career solely based on salary and you aren't considering what brings you joy, then you are setting yourself up to be unhappy and unfulfilled. Most of us spend over 40 hours a week working. So if we are working, Working at a job that we hate, one, it's going to have a negative effect on ourselves, but that negative effect can also seep into our relationships and just the way that we navigate our life as a whole. So I strongly believe that if you are going to work towards something, then you should work towards something that will bring you joy and that you can find fulfillment in. This doesn't mean that you won't have hard days because there really is no perfect job, but being passionate excited and fulfilled through your work is going to make your job a lot more enjoyable. So let's get into a few tips on how we can go about setting attainable goals and to start working towards achieving them. Tip number one is to be intentional with your goals. It is so important that you narrow down your goals and that you don't focus on more than what you can handle. Something I've noticed with myself is that if I set too many goals at once, especially big goals, they become harder to accomplish. So making sure that you set goals that make sense for you, but also making sure that you're not overdoing it is going to be a really big factor into whether or not you are going to be able to accomplish your goals. If you can set one to two goals in each area of your life, then that is a really good start. For example, if you are setting health and wellness goals and you decide that you want to focus on 
changing the way that you eat, doing daily walks, starting to work out at the gym, starting to track your food, and you just decide to pile on all the things that are going to get you into better health, then you are likely going to get so overwhelmed, which will end up in you not staying consistent. And eventually you're going to stop because it's going to become too much change at once. So if you could just focus on changing one to two things and you give yourself time to make those things a habit, then you can slowly build onto that and then you can add new things to start working on. But it's just really important not to try to change everything at once and really just to break down your goals and take baby steps because achieving your goals does not have to be a sprint. You just have to work towards your goal in a way that makes sense to you so that you stay the course and that you don't give up. Tip number two is to figure out your why. A really good way to stay on track with your goals is to understand why you are wanting to achieve these goals. Being very clear on your why is going to help you stay focused on achieving your goal. There are going to be times when you want to give up and those are the times that you need to remember why you are doing what you are doing. So say you make the goal that you want to save $10,000. That will likely mean that you are going to cut back on your spending or maybe even you've decided to get a second job. So naturally at some point you are going to want to buy certain things that are outside of your budget or maybe you're even going to want to quit your second job because you're just over it. So when those feelings arise this is when remembering your why is so crucial so that you can remind yourself why you are doing this, what you are trying to accomplish with this goal and whatever timeline you have set for your to reach this goal. When you have a clear why and a clear end date, that is going to help you push through the moments when you want to give up. Literally, nobody is going to feel motivated all of the time. It truly is remembering your why and discipline and consistency that is going to get you to your goals. This brings me to the next tip, which is tip three, choosing discipline over temporary feelings. As I just said, no one is going to feel motivated 100% of the time. We're all humans. We all are going to have days when we just don't feel like doing anything. But when you choose to push past those temporary feelings, you are going to see that you are going to start achieving more of the goals that you want to achieve. So a huge thing is really making time to work on your goals. Don't let time be the reason why you aren't progressing in your goals. I believe if you ask a group of people what has kept them from achieving their goals, I really do believe that half of them will tell you that it's just that they didn't have time. As someone who has a very demanding full-time job, I truly get that time feels so scarce and I also get how it feels to be really busy and to not feel like you have enough time. But the saying, we make time for the things we want still rings true. A lot of times it comes down to us not being able to properly manage our time and not being able to set proper boundaries with our time, especially when it comes to work and watching TV and aimlessly scrolling on social media. The best tip that I could give you for this is to literally schedule everything. People love to say that we have 24 hours in a day and I totally get what they mean, but realistically, we are not going to be working every hour in a day because we are going to need to sleep at some point and we are going to need to eat and really just do all the things that we have to do for basic survival. So for me, instead of looking at 
the day as 24 hours and thinking, okay, I have 24 hours to do all these things. No, what I do is I literally think about everything that goes into my day, including the time where I'm not going to necessarily be able to work on my goals. So this means that I'll look at the day, I see the 24 hours and I know that I'm going to take nine hours to sleep and to wind down. So for me, that is one hour to wind down, eight hours for sleep, and then I'm going to subtract that. And then I'm also going to think about my workday. So I'm going to work, let's say my workday is nine hours and we're going to include lunch in that. I'm going to subtract another nine hours So that is 18 hours. So I'm going to take the 24 hours minus the 18 and that's going to give me six hours. So that's potentially six hours Monday through Friday that I could realistically dedicate to my goals. So I'm going to take that six hours and decide how I want to schedule my time and how I can be intentional about achieving my goals because I know that that six hours a day, I could either choose to really maximize those hours to reach my goals or I can decide to waste time and look back and not even know where those six hours went. What we schedule during that time is really going to make all the difference. And then also using our weekends to pursue and work on our goals is also going to put us leaps and bounds ahead in the goals that we are trying to accomplish. Our weekends can be a tool that we can use to maximize time to reach our goals, or we could use our weekends to escape our work week. Honestly, you can do a little bit of both if you're intentional with your time. I'm a firm believer that relaxation and recovery are all so important. So those are things that I also schedule into my calendar. But overall, the best way to achieve your goals is to make sure that you have a plan. If you are mindlessly going through life without a plan or intention, you are going to wake up every week or month or year and wonder where your time has gone because you haven't been intentional about it. So as I said earlier, schedule everything. Literally schedule everything in your calendar, including your sleep time, your eat time, your commute times, when you're going to the gym, when you're going to wherever you're going, schedule it all in. So that way, one, you really get good at knowing how you're spending your time. And two, you can visually see how you're spending your time so that when it comes time to reflect on where you are, you can see the time that you put into your goals or the time that you did it. And that way you're able to make adjustments based on what your needs are and what you're trying to achieve. The next tip is to limit your distractions. Whether your distractions are watching TV or scrolling on social media, it's so crucial that if you really want to reach your goals that you do what you can to limit these distractions. If this means giving up these things for a certain period of time, great. Or if you already know yourself and you know that's not ideal or realistic to you, then try setting time limits and boundaries around your distractions so that they don't consume all of your time. So this might look like only watching TV on the weekends for a few hours or only watching one hour of TV a night. It really just goes back to the previous tip. You need to really be intentional with your time and scheduling everything in your calendar so that you know exactly what your planned day will look like. And another amazing thing that you can do is to start setting daily intentions. So again, you can be very clear on what you were working towards. And at the end of the day, it's all going to come down to how we choose to spend our time. The beautiful 
thing when we think about setting goals, achieving goals, and how we want to live our most fulfilled lives is that it all comes down to our power of choice. Even if you decide to just spend an hour or two a day working towards your goals and working towards achieving your dream life, that is going to be a step in the right direction to achieving those things. And the best thing that we can do for ourselves is to be very present and to really take the time to think about these things so that we don't, again, wake up one day and realize that time has passed us by and to have regret for how we've spent our time. I think the best thing that you can do for yourself is to really reflect and it's to really figure out what it is that you want. If you're not completely satisfied with your life and you feel like you have a way to go to achieve your dream life, I feel like that is the first step and that's amazing. And then after that, you can develop a plan that makes sense for you and really just go after your dream life. I know another factor that we all have to face is fear and it can be so scary to take a leap of faith. It can be extremely scary, especially if you are deciding to change your career or start a business or do things that you've never done before. I think that having scary goals and scary dreams and dreaming really big to the point where you're like, wait a minute, is this even a realistic thing? I think that is a good sign that you are heading in the right direction. And I think we also have to start asking ourselves when these doubts come in is that what is the worst that can happen? If I go after this goal that seems so huge and so out of reach, or if I go after this dream that seems so unattainable, what's going to happen? Really, what's going to happen if I take that leap of faith and go after that? What's the worst that can happen? I fail and then I learn from it and then I try again, or I fail and I realize I am now pivoting and I know that this other thing that I learned from this quote unquote failure makes more sense. Really, like when you step out and you take a leap of faith and you go after something you really want, there's so much growth that can happen when you do that, that it is not worth letting your fear hold you back and your self-doubt hold you back. The best thing that you can do is just to quiet the noises, quiet the self-doubt and just go for it and see what happens. Because I promise you, no matter what happens, you are going to elevate your life by just trying to achieve something that scares you. With that being said, I totally am so excited for this series and I truly believe that we were all designed to really be living lives that are fulfilling and that make us happy and that really ignites the fire inside of us. So if you are not quite there, that is okay but I want to empower you and to encourage you to start working towards that because I know that you can do it and that we can all be in a position to be living lives that we love and that we're passionate about. All right, well, that is today's episode. I know it's a bit of a shorter one, but I really want us all to take a moment to really think about what we're passionate about, what our dream life would look like, journal about it, even write it out as a manifestation letter, do whatever you need to do, but I really want you to hone in on what your dream life would look like and how you can start working towards that. All right, well, I hope you all have a beautiful and healthy week and we will chat next week. Bye, Grown Girl Gang. 
thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. If you really loved the episode and you felt like it resonated with you, be sure to share the love and share the episode with a friend. Also, if you could take a minute and head to the review section wherever you listen to your podcast and leave me a review, letting me know what you're loving about these episodes and which topics you want to hear next. That way, I can make sure that I continue creating episodes that you love. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. Until next week, bye, Grown Girl Gang.